What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 090 for Saturday, January 8, 2022. Our first show of the new year. What's up, everybody? I am Wasabi Ice Cream. Hamtaro in the chat. Got the got the cat jam going. Rick's with us. What's up, Rick? Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm excited. First show of the new year. Can't wait to get into it. If I sound a little weird right now, I guess cat's out of the bag. I am sick. <laughs> uh, I'm fine, though. Um, it is COVID, but I'm vaccinated, so symptoms are mild. I'm okay. Nobody needs to worry about me. And if you don't worry about me, cool. Just ignore what I just said. Um, but, yes. yeah, I'm here. I'm excited. I'm excited to start the show, man. This is great. This is just what I needed to get me out of bed. Uh, but let's start where we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Oh, shit. Yeah, it hasn't happened in a while. Show everybody. Huh? <laughs> Good show, everybody. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. All right. Uh, guys, we do this live. This is a live show. If you go to GamerVerse.com yeah. or GamerVerse.com slash Twitch or GamerVerse.com slash YouTube, uh, you can jump in the chat. And uh, talk to us as we do this live, and throw us some throw us some questions, and throw us some ideas, and we'll talk about it. And uh, this is a long show sometimes, so I like to post the show notes, the very notes we use to do the show. You can jump on right now and just look at everything. Got everything linked out over there. So I don't know how that shows up. And like, if you're listening on like Spotify or, or Google Podcasts or whatever, I'm not sure how the links shows up for the show notes, but I always put yeah. it in there. So, but on YouTube, it'll be in, a, in the description and everything. So you can just click that if you don't got time to sit here and listen to, to us ramble about dumb shit. Um, but, uh, dude, I've been playing some video games, man. Like, for yeah. real. I uh, know, you've been streaming a lot <laughs> the past couple of days. Uh, tell the people, what you what have you been playing? All right, where, where do I want to start, man? Uh, I finished Psychonauts 2, finally. Nice. So that happened. I was. Was and, it everything you wanted it to be? Yeah, and more. I mean, that game is just it's a it's a masterpiece. It's it's yeah. game of the year, basically. For me, for me, it was game of the year, twenty twenty one. Like there was like, and nothing really. It was between that and and it takes two for me, but that game, Psychonauts two, is just it's incredible story wise gameplay wise just everything about it I, I think it got snubbed at the game awards but that doesn't really matter i thought it, I thought it oh psychonauts okay yeah like I, said, I thought it takes two one i was like oh no you're no yeah second. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it takes two is okay but like psychonauts is just it's better in every way if psychonauts has the complete package where it takes two was more innovative and like the gameplay was just really cool but yeah so psychonauts i finished it i'm not going to show anything or, or or talk about it much just 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 play it play the first one too uh which i think it's like i think it's on game pass now the first one and what else i've first been one? playing this week i've been playing yeah. life is strange 2 Oh, how'd you like that? It's so I the, the thing the thing about 
the thing about these games is that the writing has to be on point, you know, because they sometimes they have like things that they're trying to say. They're trying to, there's some topics that they try to cover. And if the writing is not done properly, it can come off very cheesy or forced or anything in between. Or it could cough, be, or it could right, be really human. Cough, cough. Yeah, yeah. Cough, cough. Robots literally singing slave songs. Cough, <laughs> cough. <laughs> and I think the way this game sets up its thing. So the whole premise is that you're a, you're like a high school kid, and you have this, uh, you have a little brother, and you're Mexican Americans, and okay. so the the story revolves around that the story revolves around that them being mexican-american and a certain environments that are not welcome of of that so versus life is strange too is life is strange too okay no one really talks about this one i have a friend she she put me on was like no this is you gotta play it and i was like okay okay i'll check it out and it's 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 the the first episode here's the thing i i really like the characters okay the the main character sean and his little brother uh d uh d d it starts with a d I forgot his name but like they're they're really good characters like i, I like the interaction between between the brothers but daniel's his name daniel but so the first episode i'm just gonna say what happens it's not a huge like spoiler or anything it literally it's literally the whole point of the game is that it's like Halloween, your little brother's like fucking around making like zombie shit and he makes his fake blood and he goes outside and he gets his fake blood on his neighbor, which gets him into a huge argument. You run out there and like try to defuse the situation. You push him and he ends up getting like knocked out. And then the cop, a cop rolls up, pulls his fucking gun out. And it's like, get, get on the ground. Get, you fucking kids, get, stop, stop messing around. And then like, and then your dad walks out the house like, hey, come on. It's, it's not, there's nothing. They're just kids. And then he shoots your dad for no reason. Kills him. The most <laughs> realistic part of this fucking game so far. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you see it, the whole situation is so, like, the way it happens is so stupid, man. Like, I, I laughed when he shot the dad because... Uh, like I laughed and I caught myself like that's not funny but at the same time it's just so ridiculous and over the top that I just had to like my gut instinct was just like that's silly uh, <laughs> so like that happens and then uh, somehow the cop gets like injured too but you don't really see what happens because everyone's like freaking out so there's just like three like dead people on the ground <laughs> and you like run away with your little brother and it all it all takes place in the same universe as the other Life is Strange games, which I don't I, I didn't realize until you like start with like, hey, you have a save from Life is Strange one and the Captain Spirit game, and uh, so they're just on the run the the, the whole time. They're they're trying to get to like Mexico from Washington, and because I guess to be honest, father, I totally forgot like that happened because like. When you said Life is Strange 2, I thought you meant the uh, the Living Color one. 
No. They started talking about Mexican American Little Brother. I was like, oh, right. There is an actual <laughs> Life is Strange too, And yeah, nobody no talks one, about it. <laughs> no one talks about this one. So I, I think that's what also made it more interesting is to, to play is because no one talks about this one. I completely forgot about it, just like everyone it's else. So. I did, too. I did some Googling while you were talking. And I, and I was like, I didn't know the main chick from Life is Strange 2 is Mexican American. And I realized, oh, that's the third one. <laughs> Living Color is the third one. But, but... Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so all that happens. And, like, there's another scene where you get to, like, a gas station. And you're, you're like, you're, like, struggling. Because it's just you and your little brother. So you, have to, you can't find food. You don't have any money. So it's just kind of you just, like, going from place to place. Trying to just figure shit out. But then you get to this gas station. And the gas station owner is like extremely racist he like conks you over the head knocks you out ties you up in his like what? basement <laughs> and he's like your kind aren't welcome around here and i'm like what the fuck is going on this is like the most over-the-top shit and this is all in episode one this is all the first episode and i'm like this is fucking ridiculous uh like it goes zero to 60 and in, in such like wide huge swings You're like what the fuck is going on uh, so like that, that is kinda... so crazy. That is so funny. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> it like it kind of put me off at first. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, okay, if this is what this game is, man, they gotta like tone it down just a little bit. Um, but then like I went on the second episode is much better, much better. The second episode, I enjoyed that episode thoroughly, only because it didn't have any of that bullshit. It had nothing to do with uh any racists or cops or anything it was just hey we're gonna go to grandma's house and we're gonna just hang out with them and just just <laughs> like it was just it was just them telling their just it was just them living their life basically and it was just interacting with other people and then that that episode was like great so i don't know like there's times where it's super heavy-handed and there's times where it's like dude you like calm down a little bit it's 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 weird but i'm uh there each episode is like three hours long so i i've been playing them just monday wednesday friday i'm gonna be streaming monday wednesday friday so we'll 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 check out episode three on monday and um i'm hoping <laughs> I don't know what to expect, to be honest. I've I've heard yeah, it's so crazy. Like <laughs> I don't even yeah, know how to respond know. to that, dude. It's 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 super it's it's weird. I don't know. But like I, I I like it. It does what those games do best. Like the visual storytelling is really good. Where you can just like flip open your phone and you see all these text messages because you've been on a run for a while, so like the first chance it gives you to like look at your phone. You just have all these text messages. It's like, like, hey, man, where are you going to this party, man? Come on. I, I thought you were going to be here. It goes from that to like, oh, shit, I just heard what happened. Uh, I'm so sorry, man. I can't believe. But, you know, you, you read through all that stuff. And you're like, man, yeah, this, you know, like they're really good at like this. Yeah. Um, but That's uh, so funny because like whatever a game or a movie, anything deals with racism. Very rarely is it like not heavy handed yeah and which like i get it like racism isn't exactly a subtle thing but i've never seen a show or a movie where someone's so racist 
some random store owner just knocks you out and ties you up in their basement. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I... so weird to me. The most obvious thing would have been just to deny service, you know? Oh, we don't serve your kind here. Like, that would have been heavy-handed, but at least realistic. And in well, Washington? Cause... What the fuck? Who's racist in Washington? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, you know, there's, like, like there's, like, small, smaller... Uh... Like rural towns, area, yeah, where it's like yeah. they don't they don't see many, they don't get many visitors. So I don't know, and I and I think sense. here Washington, I think like Seattle, and I think that's that's my that's my problem. <laughs> I think of Seattle, yeah. I think of Washington. I'm like, who's racist in, Se- in Seattle? But <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is so funny. Like, I probably would have laughed too if it was like as crazy as you made it sound. And that's Ar- all in the archived. first episode? Jesus. It's all in the first episode. It's archived on, on the YouTube. So you go to Gameverse.com slash YouTube. Get to the episode one. Just watch it. Dude, just watch it. And you'll hear my natural reaction of what happens there. It's just... <laughs> that's not funny. But... <laughs> like, that's literally what I did. I laughed and I was like, that's not funny. But... <laughs> like, the whole situation was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, and like there, and then uh, like right after that, that scene where the gas station guy captures you and you break out, there's like a Seth Rogen looking guy who saves you, and he, and like in his like car, he's like living out of his car, and the whole time like the chat was like, I bet this guy's a pedophile, which would not have surprised me. That would have been another thing where I was like, okay, yeah, they're I guess they're gonna do that now, but they didn't do that, so I was happy. <laughs> I was glad they didn't do that, but. God, that is... I don't even know what to say to that. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so that 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 happened. Uh, Life is Strange 2, that's what that was. Um, then, so you, you sent me... Uh, you sent me a copy of Fight and Rage. Yes. I, I played a little bit. And what do you think? more to it than that. That was like a full, like a full combo system. Like juggle, like yeah. Like, 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 yeah. There's so much in that game. Like, uh, the super, it has a super system. That I think is really cool. You know, all, all like, beat-em-ups have a, uh, Oh, my God. 
there's going to level as normally, but there's uh, a bad guy at the end of like, this girl hostage. And if you step forward to him, he kills the girl in the boss fight sequence. Oh, but if you manage to pick up a knife in the level and don't use it, you can throw the knife at Tons of unlockables and, and yeah, really cool stuff. So it's good. Yeah, for there's unlockable costumes. And... Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I fucking love that game, and I'm so happy you liked it. <laughs> I saw it on your wish list, and I was like, Yeah. Oh, I hope he likes it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I hope he like actually likes this. I'm glad you did. It's really good. Um, next time you play it, let me know. Um, I'll 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 log in and play with you. Yeah. I haven't played multiplayer yet, so. That'll be cool. And then I just want to talk about just one game. I've been dabbling in more mobile games. Oh, and yeah. like they're all almost entirely the same. Like eventually oh, yeah. like the ones with more action in them, they all eventually just automate themselves entirely. You just hit the auto button and it'll like do all your questing for you and do all fight or fight all the monsters and shit. And I'm like, okay, I guess I mean if you're gonna make a mobile game and you know, like I don't know, like it's, I don't know. They all play themselves. So I found one though. I found one that is probably the greatest mobile game ever made. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if this ended up on like Switch because it's that good. It's yeah. called it's called Meow Tower. I uh, I don't know if it's on purpose, but I can't see the stream in the uh, staff chat. Oh really? No, I'm giving it to you in the. Uh... Chat, uh... Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, wait a minute, hold on. I think I'm just dumb. Yeah, yeah I'm dumb. It's in a small corner, that's why I couldn't see it. Nah, never mind. Um, let's uh, tell me about Meow Tower. I like you can play Tower. the game, like, like portrait mode. I like that. It's, it's only, yeah, I like portrait mode games because I don't want to, like, turn and play it. Like, I don't want to pretend like it's a video game, even though it is. It's a it's a Picross game. Oh. But it's Picross it's Picross mixed with like Animal Crossing, but what if they were all cats? And uh it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh <laughs> I'm playing this every day for like the past week. Yeah. And um <laughs> it's just Picross. And then when you when you when you when you finish a puzzle, you get like catnip. And you use the catnip to buy. You, you have like a. Let me see. I've been recording all the video for these. You can buy. Uh, you can buy them. So it's like Animal Crossing. You buy them. Like you have like a, a hotel or whatever the fuck. And so the, the more you pl please your cats, the more tenants you get. And they all have like different likes and dislikes. And you can give them furniture and, and customize their. And they're all super cute. And uh, this game's great. It's great. I love it. It's free. 
It's called Meow Tower, and it's on Android. I don't know if it's on iPhone, but um, locking it up on the App Store right now. <laughs> that sounds dope. It's fucking great. I bought, I bought there, and they have a little. Now, okay, so here's the problem. Though. It's not really a problem, but you can only play a certain amount of puzzles, like hour or whatever. Like you, you, you get like eight. They're, they're called pencils. And once you run out, right here, Meow Tower and Underground. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the, the puzzles are called nonograms. I thought they were just called Picross, or sometimes people just come up with different names for them. But I guess they're officially called nonograms, I guess. But, uh, game's great. It's fantastic. The Meow Tower is super cute. The music's really, really good. It's got, like, original music. It's got, like, all the graphics are good. I've been sick since like apparently I've been sick since the new year started like I got one day when the new year started where I was like fine maybe two days I even went to work and like the next day I was like I feel like shit and I still worked I worked from home so I didn't expose myself to anybody and halfway through the work day I was like I feel like dog shit and I ended up like calling out the next day got a test taken I came up positive so I've been off since um I'm starting to feel better though, so I should go, go back to work. But I've just been playing a bunch of games on my backlog. Um, I haven't been able to play on my computer so honestly, I've been feeling too sick to like sit at my computer. So I've just yeah. been playing mostly on Switch. Um, I've been playing a lot of SMT5. Um, I pretty much stopped playing SMT5 when I got so for Christmas I got the new Pokemon, Pokemon uh, Shining Pearl. My brother gave it to me for Christmas. Okay. And I got a good chunk of time to invest into that. And oh boy, it's it's not great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a huge step down from what I was expecting in a Pokemon game because I mean going from going from Sword and Shield already, Sword and Shield looked like a pretty cheap game, but I defended it. If you remember, I remember saying like, you know, I really liked what it was doing, and that game with all the DLC, it's definitely worth sixty bucks at that point. If you can get that game and all the DLC for sixty dollars, it's definitely worth it. It feels like a sixty dollar Pokemon game. Um, the wild area stuff is really cool. It's a more open world design to it, but Pokemon you can actually see. Um, I really, really, really like that. I really like that. And I was like, I hope the next game just builds up on that. The whole game is built around this wild area idea. That would make it so cool. Uh, they didn't do that. <laughs> Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. It's a direct remake of Diamond and Pearl. Not even Platinum, by the way, which is like, has extra content in it it'd basically be like if capcom today remade street fighter super street fighter 2 but left all the turbo content out of it is basically what it'd be like uh, um yeah so that's a fucking annoying thing you have to deal with also graphically speaking i mean a game doesn't look great i know it's trying to recreate this like old school pokemon style but it ends up just looking really cheap and gross um, the game's still built on a grid, 
but you can move if you use a stick you move full 360 degrees which you think sounds okay but i'm always getting caught on shit i don't know what's going on <laughs> i keep turning in directions i don't think i think the game wasn't built for me to turn in so there's a lot of moments where like i'm constantly bumping into shit getting caught on shit um the geometry is built in a way that's supposed to be for grid-based movement like like, 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 like right now in the video where you saw she was going through the cave yeah. and she got caught in the corner. That happens all the fucking time, dude. <laughs> it's not like a small thing. All the time it's happening. It doesn't matter how sharp I'm trying to make a turn. I'm always doing that. It's so weird. I don't know what's going on. And the game, again, it feels really cheap. It feels like it feels like the DS game, but like worse. And it bums me out, especially since, like, I really did like the original Diamond and Pearl. Um, one thing that this game does that's really fucking weird is the original DS game had these uh, Poketech, is what it was called. It was an application you could use to do all sorts of stuff. It had, like, there was, like, a calculator on it, a counter on it. There's a status screen on it. Um, the, what, the, the, what's cool with it, though, is on the original DS, it took up your bottom screen. So there's this cool little app you can use that was touchscreen enabled that lets you do all the stuff. They brought it back in this game, but they just copied the app wholesale over instead of making any changes to it to match on the Switch. And you're like, oh, the Switch only has one screen though. Yeah, there's a separate button you push that brings the app up and it's still a touchscreen app. So you have to use the touchscreen on your, on your, on your mobile when you're playing handheld Oh, but if you're not playing handheld, you got to use the analog stick <laughs> to use to, to replicate touchscreen controls. It's so fucking weird and lazy. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just remake this like Poketech thing. Um, there is a really cool system in the game. You can dig underground and enter the uh, underground area, which in this game has been remade to the Grand. I can't remember what they call it, the Grand Underground. Um, and the Grand Underground is really cool because you can go online with it. Um, there are exclusive areas. You can catch exclusive Pokemon you can't find in the overworld. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do in this. And now, honestly, the the Grand Underground is cool enough that I think it almost it almost makes up for a lot of the things I, I hate about the remake, but there's still so many little things that they just get wrong if the Grand Underground doesn't save it. It's really frustrating. And as a longtime Pokemon fan, this is like... It felt really lazy. It felt like a really lazy, cheap remake that was just there to get to get out the doors to have something to release for the holidays. It doesn't feel like there was a lot of time and effort put into it. Um, the game looks really ugly. Like, I hate the way the game looks. People defend the graphics. Like, oh, that's how it looked at the original game. Okay, but that was like fucking more than 10 years ago. We're past that now. You know, we got newer hardware. Make stuff look nicer. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't really like it. I, I got a good chunk of time into it. I invested a good chunk of time into it, but I hit a point where I'm playing it. I'm like, this feels like a chore. I'm not even having fun anymore. <laughs> and yeah. I stopped. This is the first Pokemon game I've stopped playing in a very long time. <laughs> and this is coming from me. I'm like the Pokemon apologist on this show, and even then, I'm still pretty critical. But this is like, just skip it. Honestly, if you can get it on sale for like 30 bucks maybe but in the meantime i'd say just skip it it's not a great game 
Oh, and there's fucking Badoofs everywhere. My fucking God. Like, <laughs> they, 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 they could have fixed this game, but no. They just copied and pasted everything over that was in the original game. So, so you, you still have the same issues you had in the original game. So, oh, you, you find a new grassy area, and there's maybe one new Pokemon, and you can count on fucking finding Badoof everywhere, no matter where the fuck you are. And if it's not a Badoof, it's like it's an evolved form. It's so frustrating. Like, all the annoying things about Pokemon, like, are in this game, and they didn't do anything to change it. Which, which would... Oh, God. I'm going to stop, because I'm going to keep just shitting on this game, and it's not... You know, you're saying... Yeah. Everything you're saying is applies to every Pokemon game released in the past 10 years, right? I would argue Sword and Shield did a lot to change it, because a lot of the grass and stuff sure. is avoidable. And sure. the wild area stuff is really cool and the wild area stuff is really cool because you can actually see the pokemon out in the world so it's really easy to avoid them and the challenge of like oh if it's an overpowered pokemon you can't catch it it'll actually chase you down and beat the fuck out of you like that's really cool and when i played through it i was hoping that they would just take that wild area concept and just put it through the whole game on their next game but they didn't they went backwards with this one <laughs> Like it's yeah. it's so crazy. Like it's oh, so it, crazy. IGN gave it IGN gave it an eight out of ten. Of course they did. Of course they fucking did. Um, <laughs> this is not an eight out of ten game. This is like a six out of ten at most. Um, especially if you're, if you if it's like your first Pokemon game, it might be okay. But if you played all of them like I have, and you're already starting to get that Pokemon fatigue, this is a huge step down. Huge step down. Um. Yeah, and it's not great. It's not a great game. Um, I haven't even gotten to the end of it yet, but I'm going to be started on, like, a lot of the end game content that was in Platinum is cut. So that's not there. There's no reason for it not to be there. It could easily fit in either version of these Diamond or Pearl. Uh, the only reason why they would do that is to try to be lazy or sell it as DLC. We got uh, Rebel in the chat talking shit, just like you can if you go to Gameverse.com slash Twitch or Gameverse.com slash YouTube. He says, all Pokemon games are so boring. They can be fun. There are some fun elements of the games that are there. Like, I like I like breeding Pokemon for competitive use. Like, I think that's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun doing that when I play Pokemon. And some of the most fun I've had playing Pokemon is just, like trying to breed like the perfect team or the perfect Pokemon to do one specific thing um, or taking a gimmick and running with it and building a whole Pokemon around that gimmick. Like there's, I, I like having fun with that, but I'll argue that Pokemon hasn't been interesting enough in a long time. Like Sword and Shield was a good first step in my opinion. Sword and Shield was a very good first step to try to modernize Pokemon a little bit. But it was a half measure, I think, in what could have been a really, really good game. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in there, especially with the DLC, where I was like, oh, this stuff is really cool. There's some cool ideas, cool concepts here. If they just build on it in the sequel, this can be good. And I argued, like, when I, was, when I played Sword and Shield last year, I argued if you can get the game and all the DLC for 60 bucks, it's worth it. There's a $60 game there. If you can get all the game, the base game and all the DLC together. It's definitely worth it. Uh, but this game, no, dude. It's not. It's not at all. And it's if you just, want that same idea, just play Shin Megami Tensei. Like, that's... It's Pokemon with some balls. 
Yeah. Once you've played one Pokemon game, you've pretty much played them all. They, they just don't mix it up enough to really warrant the, the amount of releases that they have. If you're like trying to play every single one, it just doesn't, you're just going to get fatigued. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And it's really frustrating to see that because Pokemon could be something fucking phenomenal, but they keep trying to play it safe. I don't know if it's just, if it is laziness, if it's just, oh, we're not going to try because people are going to buy the games anyway, or if it's because there are strict deadlines, they try to get a new Pokemon game, at least something out before the next holiday season. Whether it's a mainland game or like a spinoff game or something. They are always trying to get something out before the holiday season. So I wonder if that's something that, that's contributing to it. I don't know. I got really bad Pokemon fatigue now. So I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't know if there's going to be anything that will like really impress me anymore. Unless they completely mix it up. But we'll no. see. We'll see what happens. I'll probably still end up buying them if they go on sale like I did with Sword and Shield. I totally skipped Sword and Shield until it was like half off one day. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. So I was able to get that and all the DLC for like 60 bucks. And after I did that, I was like, okay, this is this is worth it. But it's going to be really hard for me to justify it. If you want a good Pokemon experience, you can get Shin Megami Tensei V, which is available right now. And I've been playing the hell out of that too. Ah, still a great game. Still a really good story. Really fun demon negotiate. It's, it's, it's a lot like Pokemon where it's like a monster catching RPG. But with this game, it's demons instead of, like, little cute monsters. And these are, like, demons from all across history. And some gods, too. So stuff like Thor is in the game. Odin's in the game. Um, there are demons like the Filipino Mononongles in the game. Like, th- there's some really cool stuff in it. And the game's pretty ballsy. It's got a really mature story that I really like a lot. I talked about it when it came out. A while back and I, I love it i've been playing that a lot while i've been sick and it's still a solid game i think everyone should go check that out if you like pokemon but you're like kind of tired of the pokemon formula smt is definitely is definitely gonna scratch that itch and give you something you want um i also got rad for christmas um that rad's oh. really cool yeah. yeah yeah you've heard of it the um it's a roguelike wish list. yeah double fine yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's got a really funny sense of humor. Um, it's a more melee combat focused roguelike. It's very simple melee combat, so I don't expect like Hades with this game. But what's cool with it is that it has this like mutation mechanic, so you can like, if you fill up this bar enough, you can get these mutations. That's all kinds of stuff, like throwing fireballs. Um, there's one that lets me like psychically control enemies. It's really cool. I've only played it for a couple hours, and then like I, got, I felt like shit, so I had to turn it off. But it's a lot of fun. I really liked it. I think it's like twenty bucks on Steam, like normal price. So go check it out. Um, it's a lot of fun so far when I've been playing, and I recommend. It. It's got a fun sense of humor. Um, the game's like dripping, dripping with like eighties aesthetic. So if that's like your decade, you'll love this game. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Remnant lately uh thanks to my brother since him and i have both been sick 
he just randomly hit me up and was like, hey, you want to play uh, Remnant? Remnant from the Ashes, the third-person shooter Souls-like. And that's still a lot of fun. I still love Remnant. <laughs> I played it for a couple hours. It was free on Epic forever ago. But my brother and I got really into it. Now that we have the time to like really get into it, and it's a it's a fucking blast. <laughs> I forgot how much fun this game is. I've not had a chance but... to play this with someone else yet. Oh, it's good, dude. Um, next time my brother and I play, we'll hit you up. Or you and I can play, and I can try to boost you. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a it's a really good game. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun. The gameplay is really tight. The the controls feel really good. And that's one thing I really like about Remnant. Um, everything from shooting, aiming, dodging, vaulting, it all feels really really good. Like the game has problems. The game can get really fucking hard for like no reason. There's some bosses that are just straight bullshit. Um, and there are some moments that are like almost like undodgeable unless you like already predicted it happening ahead of time. Like there's there's a lot of bosses you can't just like react to. You have to like know ahead of time what they're gonna do and avoid their attack. Yeah. And but it, it's still a fun game and the, the the controls feel really good. Like despite some of the frustrating shit, if it, it's a really good feeling game. Um, and I definitely recommend it. But that's all I've been playing. I've really been playing a lot because I've been feeling like shit. I really, really want to buy that uh, Nintendo Game Builder Garage, and I almost bought it. I might buy it in the next couple days because I really, really want to buy it. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's all I've been playing, man. Um, like I said, I've been feeling like shit, so I haven't had a lot of time to like really sit at my computer and play all these games. I got a ton of games. For Christmas, I got um I got Rad um Wasabi got me, um the uh, Tales from the Borderlands from the the, the, the the Telltale games. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law got me um Black Mesa, and I really really want to play that. So I'll probably have more games played when we get when we do it again next week. Um, I also got Deadbolt, which I've been excited to try forever. So we'll see. Um, I should have more to talk about next week, but. Yeah, I can't wait to play them, especially Tales of the Borderlands. Like, I really, really want to play that. Um, you talk it up so much on the show, so it's it's the best Telltale game. So how can you say that when Wolf Among Us existed? Because I played both of them. <laughs> <laughs> also, Rabbles in here, fucking do exclamation point. Uh, don't do that. Rebel's in here begging for games, so uh, just know that Rebel. If you came around more often, you would get stuff. You would get stuff. I give away stuff all the time, all the time. Hang out in the Discord. I give stuff away in the Discord, all the time. Yeah, all the every time. time. Like every time. Um, what is it? Is it good old games? No. Who did um Dodgeball Academia? Oh, humble. Humble, yeah. Anytime Humble releases a new game, like Wasabi's always has like an extra key that he gives out. Yeah, Humble Humble gives us keys. I give them away every time. So Yeah. Just saying, Rebel. You fucking want some games, you just gotta be here. Just saying. <laughs> you heard him, Rebel. You gotta be here, man. Um but yeah, that that's all I've been playing. Now let's talk. Let's get jump into the news, man. Uh, 
a PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation VR 2 Sense controller, the next generation of VR gaming on PS5. So finally, because like we we've been people have been talking and upset that like there hasn't been a new VR for PlayStation 5 yet. And now yeah. here we go. Sony announced they're having a new upcoming VR system for PS5. Which they announced it like a few months back, but they didn't give any details. They pretty much no, just nothing. said, you know, we're we're working on it. Don't just we're working on it. Just wait. And uh here it is, man. This is uh fucking exciting. This is probably the thing that gets me to buy a PS5 finally. There's some cool shit in here, man. There's uh so right now. Um, the VR2 is set to offer 4K HDR, 110 degree field of view, and full V8ed rendering. So full V8ed rendering, what is that? That just renders what you're focusing on. Do I do I understand yeah. that correctly? Yeah, okay. yeah. So in order to increase performance, basically, the, so this thing is eye tracking. So what that helps with is it senses what you're looking at in the game and says okay since you're focusing on this character everything around that character we're gonna we're gonna give less detail we're gonna render at less qualities so it can increase performance which makes sense like that's how your eyes kind of render things anyway so yeah you know like if you try to look at something in your peripheral vision without like putting your eyes at it like it looks all blurry and gross without yeah. focusing so i like that it's a cool way of like keeping the immersion there with the higher fidelity graphics and the higher fidelity performance uh while keeping immersion good without having to like completely scale down everything else that's really cool i like that and the hardware is nothing to not to to sneeze at either um it's got an oled display which is great i love oled displays i think oled is the, yeah. uh, the king of displays if you don't agree he could fight me um <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's got a high resolution display of uh, 2000 by 2040 per eye. Um, and frame rates can rest in between 90 to 120, which is great. Because I mean, anything VR, I've played VR with lower frame rates, it's fucking gross. And it made me yeah. sick. So, me personally, I can only handle like 90 and up without getting like my stomach turned around. Um, so, that's really cool. Um, we already talked about the, uh, the inside out or the eye tracking. So that's really cool. I like seeing that. Um, inside out tracking means there's no so the way the way it worked before was that you had to set up a camera and the camera sees the position oh, yeah. of the controller and the headset. Which is a problem because if you turn around, then you lose all tracking, which is a bad thing. So yeah. with inside out tracking, the cameras are in the headset. So it can, you can turn whatever way you want. Yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of it's kind of there's no best if if i would to say which one's better like the camera versus having it in the headset i would say the camera system is better only because if you have multiple cameras you can get you can sweep the whole room and you can really track everything with like the utmost precision where with the um if it's like tracking inside the headset basically if you put your like hand behind your head to like simulate like getting a bow out of a uh, an arrow out of a quiver or something it's oh, gonna lose gonna track of the yeah. yeah so there's still there's still downsides to there's downsides to both because you kind of have you need more space if you're gonna set up cameras like that that's what the the valve index does it does outside in with with uh like the base station cameras and shit like that yeah. um 
But so what they're talking about with this PSVR two sounds extremely expensive, considering yeah. that Valve Index is a thousand dollars. Yeah. And it doesn't even have an OLED display. It doesn't even have a 4K HDR display. It doesn't even have eye tracking. It doesn't <laughs> like it doesn't have the PSVR is going to have rumble in the headset. Uh, they're calling it headset feedback that like supposedly gives you sensations of whatever's happening in the game. Uh, like this thing sounds way better than the Valve Index, and that thing is a thousand dollars just for yeah. like a complete set. I I can't imagine. I don't know what the fuck this thing's gonna cost. Of course, they don't tell you yeah. here. But I can't imagine either. Um, it, it sounds very expensive. Yeah, I can't imagine what's gonna cost either. Um. Yeah, there might be less R and D into it since they're all gonna be running on the same hardware for the Valve Index. You know, there there could be some variations with your hardware, but that wouldn't affect the price. Um. Yeah, dude, I have no idea. This is gonna be expensive as fuck, though. <laughs> I can't imagine it being that cheap. Yeah, they showed off. Um, they they announced this thing with a new trailer for a new Horizon game that they're building. Is it the trailer? Thing. Just a dude talking to a camera. Well, yeah, but they tease they tease a little thing called um, Horizon Call of the Mountain. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, yeah, the first like minute and a half are just this dude talking to the screen. You don't get to actually see the game till like the very end. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like I'm excited for this thing, man. I, I it, I'm excited for it as long as they're pushing because VR has been very stagnant. Like after Half Life, yeah. Alex came out. There's not been much to talk app, about. Yeah. yeah, in VR, so. That's kind of what I'm looking for is like how how does this change the game? How does this like up the ante a little bit? Yeah. And I I'm I'm curious. I just I need to know. Yeah, this, this would this would get me to buy a PS5. It wouldn't get me to buy a PS5, but <laughs> I'd definitely be interested yeah. in it. Um this looks really cool. We'll have to wait and see when we get more information on it. Um, speaking of new hardware, um, the NVIDIA, we had a NVIDIA and AMD conference at CES 2022. Um, NVIDIA announced some pretty cool stuff. I mean, that RTX 3080 Ti laptop, like, looks really cool. I like that. I like that, uh, yeah. we finally got a 3080 laptop GPU, um, which doesn't really make a difference for us. We don't play on laptops, but, you know, there are some people out there, you know, there are some people out there that... That want that, you know, that want that laptop performance yeah, to rival their desktop. Um, so it's cool to have those products out there. Um, so now you can get uh, the 30, you can get a new RTX uh, laptop GPU that could support all the new modern RTX, um, all the uh, RTX support, um, DLSS. Um you noted that Fantasy R Online 2 is going to support RTX and DLSS, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of games, they said a lot of games will, will support RTX and DLSS, but I, just, I found it interesting that that Fantasy Star Online 2 is going to support it as well, even though like yeah. that game fucking... I don't talk much about New Genesis, but... Uh, I fucking hate that game. <laughs> yeah, you told me it's not great. <laughs> you said it's not great. It's 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 like as a as a motherfucker who loves 
Fancy Star Online 2. I feel like that new Genesis kind of ruined things a little bit. Not going to lie. But uh, I, I, I'm glad to see it getting some, some support here for, for DLSS. Also, the day before that, the game that looks like uh, The Last of Us, like almost exactly, is going to have RTX and DLSS. God, I remember that game. <laughs> I forgot that was happening. Um, Six Extraction. Uh, there's a bunch of games that are yeah. going to be supporting this this stuff. So. so that's really cool to see. On the AMD side of things, uh, we got the Ryzen 6000 series processor um, and a line of RX 6000 series mobile GPUs. Uh, the Radeon RX 6500 XT GPU for desktop. Um, so that's pretty cool. You know, AMD's got some stuff coming in. Um, they can't quite hit the power of the NVIDIA GPUs, but yeah, for a budget, they did, you can squeeze some did. power out of them for the budget they got. Yeah, they came in. At, so both NVIDIA and AMD announced their like budget cards. Yeah. So NVIDIA announced their, their RTX 3050. Mm-hmm. And that's coming in at two forty nine, and AMD's budget one is coming in at a cool one ninety nine. Yeah, on January nineteenth. The performance so, on the two of them are pretty similar too. So, yeah. So if you can fucking get them, yeah, if you can get them, <laughs> uh, good luck. Very very good prices for some for some budget uh, yeah. cards right there. Good luck getting a hold of them right now though. Yeah. That's Jesus all. That's Christ. all I cared about. The, the both of those those conferences were very like mobile focused and very. Uh, they spent a lot of time talking about AI and and car shit, and it was just a lot of shit that we don't care about. I don't care about, but uh, I linked everything in the in the show notes. So if you just go to show notes and if you care about this stuff, all the info is there. You, you can scrub through. Yeah. There you go. Um, we got some Game Pass news because, of course, we do. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Gorogoa is coming to cloud console and PC. That's available right now. Um, is the Gorogoa interview that uh that uh Dave did with the dev still up on the site, or has that been taken down? It's uh, it's on the it's on our SoundCloud, I think, yeah. is where I put that. But um. Some stuff happened with the site in the past that we kind of had to had to like redo everything because it just was not. Yeah. Uh, which by the now we're talking about the site. I did like go in and completely update the site. The site is like I might I might do a video just on the features of the site because a lot of people don't know you can go on there and like write your own like reviews and shit. And yep. um, there's like individual game pages and shit. You can follow the games and like the news and shit. But anyway. It's, anyway. it's not there, but it's on the SoundCloud, I think. Yeah. Cool. Um, so go check it out. Uh, old collaborator Dave did an interview with the uh, dev for Gorogoa before the game came out. Pretty cool. Pretty insightful if we get into the mind of a dev. Yeah. Um, we also got uh, Olesia coming out as well, Cloud Console and PC. That's available right now. Um, Olesia looks really cool. Uh, the Pedestrian Cloud Console and PC is available now. Ember is available now. Uh, but more importantly, Mass Effect Legendary Edition <laughs> yeah. is now available on console and PC using EA Play, which you have access to with uh, with uh, Game Pass. That's definitely awesome. Fucking, I have talked about this before. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is great. It's the definitive way to play Mass Effect now in 2022. 
um and in 2021 when it came out um that's probably my game of the year <laughs> being honest here i put so much time into that game i did dude i put so much time into that game it does so much to to make mass effect one um it does a lot to age up mass effect one in a way that's more comfortable and in line with mass effect two and three um mass effect two and three just look so good in this game it's awesome it's awesome go check it out um and now you do if you have game pass you you have an, you don't have an excuse not to play mass effect anymore um yeah. outer wilds is also available now cloud console and pc i know you're excited yes. for that i, I mean to play look, the way you look okay so if you've not played outer wilds you're fucking up because I'm fucking up. It is, I, i'm fucking up it is the greatest game ever made okay I don't say this just because I like it, okay? It's like it's bigger than that. It's 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 like the the only other game that's made me feel as good as Outer Wilds made me feel about video games in general is when I was eight years old and I played Ocarina of Time for the first time, and it just it shattered my mind in terms of this is why I fucking love video games. This is it. And nothing has ever given me that sense until Outer Wilds. And nothing probably will give me that ever again in the rest of my life. I don't know. I'm probably going to die and, and not never get that, that feeling again. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you straight up. Outer Wilds, now, it's, now that it's on Game Pass or both cloud and PC now, no excuse. You have to play this fucking game. It's, it's that good. It is that good. So... All I'm gonna say, That's all I gotta say, definitely check it out. And I've owned it, I own it, so I don't know why I haven't like really given it much of a chance. Um, I played it a couple times, but I want to find a day where like I can dedicate just my time to that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have anything to bug me, I don't have to like worry about going to bed early to get to work the next day. This is like my day is gonna be dedicated to that game. Um, yeah, and I will, I will have that moment one day. <laughs> Um, we also got Splunky 2, releasing on co- uh, console and PC. Uh, played the first Splunky, liked it, haven't played Splunky 2. Um, and Anacrusis, the uh, game preview for Anacru- the Anacrusis is coming out on console and PC. I've never heard of the Anacrusis. Like, I've heard of all the games on this list, but not... They did. That. They showed it once at a... Um... Like a Microsoft event. It's like a dead... It's like a... Left oh, dead. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Left for Dead style game, but like in space with aliens yeah. and it's got this like 60s like this futuristic 60s style okay yeah. that one looked really cool actually um i might check that out now if my fucking game pass lets me play my game pass has been fucking <laughs> being so weird dude um but yeah that's it for game pass we also got um a quick uh quickie that ubisoft is going to be releasing uh, Rainbow is coming to Xbox and Rainbow Extraction is going to be releasing day one on Game Pass. Yeah. I totally forgot Rainbow Six Extraction was happening. <laughs> yeah, well, they're talking about it now. So it's, getting, it's getting close, but I yeah. it seems like they have no faith in this game because I remember when they announced this game, it was supposed to be like a $60 full... You buy the game, you play it, and that's it. But then, since then, like they've changed the messaging. I think now it's like a forty dollars game, and then it comes with like a buddy pass, so you can just give away a free copy to uh, to a friend. 
And then now with this, it's just going to be on Game Pass. So you don't even have to fucking like, <laughs> don't even have to care about it anymore. Just play it on Game Pass. Fuck it. And um, the thing about the Ubisoft Plus thing is that people think that that's just included with Game Pass. It's not. It's you have to you have to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus and then you can play those games through Game Pass. Subscribe. It's like an additional subscription. Yeah, it's like a tier on your subscription. Which, and, um, yeah, it's, that's it's it's probably the best way to play most of those games because I think it's like fifteen dollars or some shit, and for like a, a month, you can you can really just bang out like whatever game you care about. <laughs> like I used it when uh, Watch Dogs Legion came out and Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla came out in like within like a, a couple weeks of each other, and like Rise uh, Phoenix Rising came out. I played all three of those in like the same month on the on just one fifteen dollar subscription, and then I canceled it. So yeah, it's probably the best way to do it, I would say. So there you go. There's a way to cheat the system. You heard it from Gamers. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you know there's a fucking Paw Patrol game on Game Pass? A what? <laughs> yeah, there's a Paw Patrol game on here. I didn't know Paw Patrol had a game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we we mentioned that I think last. Did we? Oh, we did. You're show. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. They had a bunch of like kid games that came out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, so that's happening. If you're actually interested in playing Rainbow Six Extraction, which, if you are, no judgment. Okay, a little I mean, judgment. I'm gonna judge you. But I think our friend Clay Dog, you said he had it coming in in his Game Pass or Game Fly. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Like, why would you waste? I... Uh... <laughs> why would you? Why would you waste a thing on that? Yeah, it like doesn't look good <laughs> at all. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll be surprised. I doubt it, but maybe we'll be surprised. Um, we also got a look at Death Stranding director's cut. It will be launching simultaneously on Steam and Epic Store in spring twenty twenty two. I could have sworn this shit was already out. <laughs> I thought the, this was out already. Well, it came, the, the director's cut came out on PS5 only. Ah, right, right, right. It was coming out on Steam and PC later, right? Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. We got a release date, spring 2022. I guess that's good. This better be a free upgrade if you already have it, because it better I be. It's it. probably not, but we'll see. It doesn't just add, like... Because the director's cut doesn't just like add like performance stuff. It also like adds new game content and new. Not much though. Not content. much. It was it was mostly just for PS5, just a performance and graphic update. Yeah. With with some additional content that doesn't really matter because no one really cared about that. We'll see then. Um, we'll see when it comes out what they'll do with it. Um, also, there are some random achievements for GoldenEye 007, the N64 version, popped up on Xbox One out of nowhere. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to see, man. Like, people want to play the N64 GoldenEye. Don't know why, but they do. So I remember a couple months back, they, like, it leaked, that 360 version leaked, and people were able to play it. I remember, yeah. I guess that caused a bit of a stir. People were like, man, it would be dope if this actually like released. 
And now it seems like it's happening, kind of. There's, I guess there's just devs just testing the achievements, and it just popped up in there, in this guy, in this database, this achievement database. So there's only two people who have it, and I guess they're both testers. So And they, like, trace it back, like, yeah, this is actually a tester's account, and we can confirm that the, it does exist, and this is a person who's testing the game, but, or, I don't know. They have, there's no, there's not been any official announcements yet, so. It'd be dope. This, this game is one of the last holdouts of, like, the modern uh, emulation era where it's like, this game is very impactful in the industry, but you can't play it anywhere unless you have the the old hardware yeah, yeah. type shit. Like, and it's all because not, of, like, licensing issues. That's the worst part, like, um, what was that other game that Rare did? Runs on the same engine. What is it? Perfect Dark. Yeah, Perfect Dark. We got a kind of a modern remake, quote unquote, of that in the Rare Replay collection. Yeah. Which is great. it on Game Pass yet? What the fuck? Like that should be on Game Pass or PC, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's on cloud. You can play it on cloud. Well, that game was never on PC, so I think they have to like figure out how to get those like 360 or Xbox one games on PC. You can just do it in the cloud, even though it's not a great way to do it. Do that. I would rather buy a cheap, like gen one Xbox one and then buy rare replay before I do it on cloud. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the bullshit, but it's funny. Cause it's not like it's not possible because like, again, perfect dark runs on the same engine and that was playable on xbox one no problem it actually got some performance enhancements um some new anti-aliasing options um uh 60 fps a steady 60 fps frame rate yeah where like i played the original perfect dark back on the old school retro bite days i played it and that game plays like shit <laughs> god damn it that game runs at a sub 20 fps the whole time and sometimes dips to the 10 it's so frustrating yeah um yeah so it's not like it's not possible to do it uh so that happens it'd be cool i'm not gonna play it because you know games have matured since then but yeah well they also added and that in that perfect dark release they added like xbox live support and yeah stuff like that so you could just like go online and like play because you know you remember like that that game was like a staple in and same with goldeneye like it was a staple of multiplayer couch gaming competitive gaming where it was like yeah buddies together we're gonna go and load up the 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 complex and fucking don't pick odd job though because he's too fucking short and no one can kill him type shit <laughs> so like that that's what that game was so if you add xbox live support i think it would give like a kind of big resurgence to that kind of it could that'd be cool to see um, we also got uh, 30 free games on GOG right now. Yeah. So go check it out. Uh, Shadow Warrior Classic is on there. So that's cool. Postal is on there. It's a couple big names you probably heard of. Yeah, most of these are pretty old, but there's some, there's some good stuff in here. Yeah. Shadow Warrior alone is, like, worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Shadow Warrior. The original Shadow Warrior is alone yeah. is worth it. I play um, that. I play that when I was at an age where I shouldn't have been playing that. <laughs> uh, Postal, 
is on there, classic and uncut. So I'll go check it out. We also got a look at some new uh, trailers and videos. Um, we got a look at Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. We got the official move style trailer. Gotcha, this game looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't think I realized that they're doing like I thought I was just gonna be skating, but they've got like BMX bikes, they've got skateboards, they got pretty much everything of like the PS one fucking like Tony Hawk clone era. Yeah. Not just that, but like in the beginning of it he was doing like backflips and he like did a backflip like into like a skateboard grind. Yeah. So maybe there might be like some parkour stuff in there too that uh the only game I could think of that did that was a uh, Tony Hawk American Skateland or America Wasteland. Uh, but that they also like they, they switch on the fly too. Like he starts on skates and then, like, or he starts on like a. Oh wait, oh, does he switch? Maybe not. I thought he was on skates when he was doing that backflip, but he wasn't. He was on foot. So. And he was on foot, then that backflip yeah. like into a skateboard. Which is really cool. And the game like looks like Jet Set. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It straight up looks like Jet Set. If you told me, oh, there's like some unreleased Jet Set game for like modern systems, I would have believed you. Yeah. But this is Team Reptile. These are the, the Lethal League guys. Yeah. So they've always had like that, that style about them. Which I'm cool Great. with. And if you guys remember the composer and the original artist for the radio, for the music from Jet Set. Is coming back for this game, so yeah, oh yeah. So it's basically Jet Set Three. Yeah, no basically. date on this yet, though. <laughs> no, no name yet, no date yet. But I'm excited. This is gonna be a this is a day one buy for me, dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really want to play this. Um, <laughs> excuse me. This looks good. I was already confident in it when we got that first like teaser, but now that I'm actually seeing gameplay, I'm like, okay, uh, my confidence is like solidified now. Uh, we also got a look at Monster Hunter Rise, the PC launch trailer. Looks really cool. Looks really cool. Um, I, those of you who don't know, I played the shit out of Monster Hunter Rise when that came out on Switch. Um, I still like it. I still think it's a great game. Uh, B Master saying hello, hello B Master, how you doing? Um, Monster Hunter Rise was excellent on Switch, and I played a bit of the PC demo, and the game looks fantastic, plays fantastic. Just my goodness, this game looks fucking beautiful on PC, and I'm I cannot wait. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come out, dude. I might, I might double dip and pick it up. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah, you never did um, when fucking World came out. Why would I? I don't want to drop I mean, $60 why would you? You're playing the shitty version of the game. The Ultimate Edition is out on PC. <laughs> like, you have to understand that going from PS4 to PC, like, it's not as big a jump as Switch to PC. Sure, but PS4, I don't know. Once you taste it, you're like, no, this is, this is, I don't know what I was thinking. Especially that base PS4, because that's what I have. I'm like, I can't I play to. anything on this anymore. This is shitty. <laughs> and that's what bums me out because, like, I still play Rise on my Switch, dude. Like, my brothers 
and my cousins, we all play on Switch. So I'm worried this is going to like ruin the Switch game for me. <laughs> Abandon them. Well, if I can go from a whole like team of people to like just you and me. <laughs> no, they'll 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 wise up. They'll be like, okay, well, if this is where it's gonna be, I'll buy one of those new three thousand dollar laptops that Nvidia announced and get it going. Also the expansion's uh, not gonna be releasing day one on PC either, right? So No, it's all coming out at the same time. It is? Yeah. Ah, oh, so the buy the fucking expansion twice. <laughs> you know, buy the fucking game twice. Just don't. Just don't. Just abandon. Oh, you know it. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't just abandon my hunting party like that. Um, your hunting party. Okay. My hunting party. Yes, we have a whole like. This is a thing, dude. We got a network going. <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, B Master says in the chat, just like you can, you go to gamerverse.com/slash/switch. He says, "You guys heard of Rabbids Invasion Mission to Mars?" What? No. Hold a, on. a show based on the game from Ubisoft. I'm not, I'm not familiar with... I don't watch TV. So, depending on what that's on... Uh, I don't know. I've not even heard of it. I think Rick's doing research. Let's see. Research research is happening. Yeah, according to the uh the wiki here. <laughs> <laughs> the Rabbids Invasion, Mission to Mars, an upcoming astronomy comedies kids TV special that will air on Oku on France television channels in late twenty twenty one and Netflix in summer of twenty twenty two. And so it's already aired in France. Okay. And it's set to drop in Netflix this year. Interesting. Is it which? Is it good? <laughs> huh. Apparently, the first episode's on YouTube. This is news the to me. I don't know. It's That's like eight about, minutes like, long. Well, check that out. That's interesting. Is it in English? Wait, hold on. Let's see. I'm live, talking. So live research here. All right, they don't talk. They just make noises. The rabbits were like the minions before the minions were a thing. Yeah. Um, love that uh, unregistered bandy can watermark at the top there. This is uh, <laughs> real quality material. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that either. It slaps the con Yeah, I know what rabbits is. I know what rabbits is. I just don't. I don't like. I don't. Here's the thing. Rabbits is not. I feel like rabbits don't like. No one appreciates <laughs> rabbits. Like they exist, but begrudgingly, from like the audience that has to put up with it. I think, like no one, no one's out there going. Or maybe, maybe B Master is like the biggest Rabbids fan on the planet. But I don't, I don't. I feel like people don't like the Rabbids. 
I think I think the greatest thing they did was that Mario mashup game. Oh, it's so good. It was so yeah. good. But um other than that, the rabbits the rabbits ain't they're not, you know, they they don't they don't they don't really hit in the streets like that, so So and apparently they're making a movie based on it too. From the guys buying robot chicken, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Okay, I might fuck with that. That sounds cool. <laughs> um, Beatmaster's also saying that uh, four seasons of special, they're animated by Team Toe, Team T.O., um, who I did look up, and they're a French animation studio. And they've animated a couple things. Um, they did uh, PJ Mask from season two and up. Um, they also did some things that you might have heard of. Um, Elena of Avalor, the uh, Disney, the first like Disney Hispanic princess. Um, they did seasons okay. two through three. Uh, Sophia the first, season three through four. Um, that's all stuff I recognize. There's a whole like list that they've done. Um, so that's cool. That is cool. Interesting. Yeah. So they got some. They got some shit out there. And if the robot chicken guys are working on the a rabbit's movie. I might be into that. <laughs> I might fuck with that. Robot cool. Chicken. I feel like Robot Chicken is another one that just people kind of just deal with. I don't know. I like Robot really Chicken. Like what are you talking about? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love Robot Chicken. I haven't seen some of their later stuff, but Robot Chicken was my shit back in the day, dude. Yeah, back they're, in the day. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're Star Wars specials. Ah, oh, dude. Gold. Gold. On the rabbit, according to B Master, the Rabbits film is set to be a live action stop motion film. So I'm okay with that. Um, those of you who don't know, uh, the Robot Chicken guys, um, what's their company called? Stupid Monkey. Um, they did do a show on Netflix you can watch right now called Buddy Thunderstruck. That is a kid oriented, like slapstick comedy show. And it's actually really, really funny. <laughs> Okay. So check that out on Netflix. Um, Buddy Thunderstruck has the same energy I think as the rabbits do. So watch that if you like Buddy Thunderstruck. I'll give you like an idea of like what to expect with uh, from um, a rabbits movie if that's what they're working on. Cool. Thank you for that, B Master. Thank you for yeah. that, B Master. Didn't yeah. know. Didn't know the rabbits fans existed, but see, they came out and, and gave us. Some information that uh Yeah. And that's something I'm actually excited for now. This is cool. I wouldn't go that far, but it's interesting. That looks cool. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> if it's gonna be on Netflix, what's the problem? Just watch the show on Netflix. I don't use I don't stream stuff. Alright, like I don't know, whatever it is you do then. Okay. Uh, go <laughs> go play Blank of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no um but yeah that looks cool um i'm excited for that now that's something that'd be cool to check out season four is on netflix what is it really already in france in france probably i mean i got i got a vpn so oh yeah we got a nord nord vpn yeah, my brother and i use nord so we kind of invested into it because, like, you know, he's in the military. So he's not exactly going to be in the States all the time. He wants to keep up with his shit. Yeah. 
So he kind of came. I he was upset because he's like, "Oh, I can't like watch shit when I'm not when I'm out of state." When he's like, "I can't watch shit when I'm out of states," and I told him about Nord, and he was like, "This looks really cool." And he, him, and I both like went halvesies on it so that he can watch like his stuff wherever he goes, and I can watch like Japanese stuff in the U.S. Which I never used it for that, but still, it's cool to have it. <laughs> Yeah, so I might just use Nord to watch it. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for that, V Master. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's good info. V Master animation. All right, we've we've gotten sidetracked here. Well, that's good though, because this was this is a short. We don't have much. <laughs> yeah, I think we missed. Uh, awesome games done quick is starting this weekend. I think on Sun tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, Awesome Games Done Quick is uh, starting tomorrow, so go check that out. For sure, go check that out. Um, we love Awesome Games Done Quick. We love Games Done Quick here on the show. Yeah. Uh, we also got a look at Dead Cells, Queen of the Dead, Queen of the Sea. The Queen of the Sea, sorry. Um, that is set to... Oh, that's available now. Cool. Yeah, it's out. It's out. So there you go. Uh, an excuse to keep playing some Dead Cells, which is really good. I fucking love Dead Cells. It's I need to get back good. into it. It's extremely good. I just yeah. don't. It's the same problem I get with most like roguelikes where I'm like, I'm hitting a wall and I, I'm losing enthusiasm to keep playing. Yeah. I will say the thing about Dead Cells is that it's a very, you got like luck based ones and you got skill based ones. And so, like, if you're not like good, if you're not, if you can't get good, then you're gonna hit that wall. Whereas, like, the luck-based ones, if you just get lucky, then fucking, like, Binding of Isaac is like one where it's like, oh, I just got this combo and it's destroying everything. Like, you could really just breeze through. But yeah, Dead Cells, you got to be on your shit. Yeah, it's like luck's a part of it, but a lot of it's skill. Yeah, I want to say it's like I want to say it's like sixty percent skill, forty percent luck. Yeah, where most other games are skewer them in the opposite direction. Um, but yeah, this looks cool. I I haven't played any of the DLC or any of the expansions for Dead Cells, so I really gotta like give it a shot because I really I did like Dead Cells a lot. Yeah. Um, we also got a look at. Lost Ark. Is this the game I'm thinking of? That's the uh, that Diablo like, right? In yeah. Korea. And um, <laughs> I'm buying. Incredible. Actually, it's not. I think it's free. It's gonna be free. And it looks incredible. I've been yeah, dying for February 11th. I've been dying for a, a Diablo game to play with a fucking controller. <laughs> right, because Grim Dawn doesn't let you play controller yet. It it does, but it's bad. It's like not great. <laughs> like after Diablo three did it on console, I was like, "This is how this should be done," and no one's done it that way since. So I'm like, "Come on, motherfuckers, like get with it." And this looks like it might do that. So I'm like looking for something to like scratch that Diablo ish. I've been playing. I've also been playing a lot of Grim Dawn lately, just looking at builds online and fucking around with that. Um, yeah. Those of you guys know, like, that shit going down with Activision Blizzard, I just, I refuse to touch anything Activision Blizzard if that gets resolved. 
So I'm not playing Diablo 3 right now. Even though the new season's up, I'm still refusing to play it. So yeah. I would love something to scratch that itch, and this looks like it'll do that. Yeah. I will say I'm just worried the free-to-play stuff is going to be a little too grindy for my taste, but we'll see. Well, like there's free-to-play games that do, like uh, Path of Exile is free-to-play, and that's been very good. Well, I don't know. I think the community at large is frown, frowns down on some of the things that they do, but I look at it and go, "Oh, I should here. This is great." Um, but this looks awesome. Like the systems are showing off now. You can mix and match your abilities to create different different combos. It's it's cool. It's cool. I don't know. I yeah, like it. this looks really cool. Just the shit you can combine. It's like, oh, here's like the the startup. Here's the uh, attack it does. Here's the effect of the attack. You can customize all of that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like giggling. This is so cool. Um, fuck, I really like this. The yeah. game's just like, hey, play how you want. Here's the the system to build however you want. I love that. I love games that let you do that. But the only thing I don't like is it does a thing that all these like Korean MMOs do, which is the classes are gender based. So if I wanted to play like a male assassin i couldn't do that or so weird <laughs> yeah that's what that's what um well even like diablo does that where it's like oh, oh it doesn't play yeah it does doesn't it no nope, there's genders for each class okay maybe maybe i'm almost certain like when i picked the, like the witch i know oh, you're right you're right is that something they changed because i remember like the the demon slayer is usually like I've only seen a female demon demon slayer. They they like to prioritize like one gender as like the canon one. Yeah. So like that gets all the attention on like the box art, the promotional material, but you can swap between both of them. All right. Maybe you can do that here and you, they're just not showing it, but I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'd be cool to see what they do with it. Um this looks dope. Like I'm really excited for this. Yeah. I really really want to play this. Um, he's bringing up the Paw Patrol game, uh, Beemaster. I I heard someone else talk about that Paw Patrol, and they did say it was like a Zelda. It's on Game Pass. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll look at it because I'm a sucker for anything that's like Zelda-like. There you go. Um, Beemaster's talking about this other game, Spirit, Lucky's Big Adventure. It's a children's game, but it's almost like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think we've talked about that one in the show before, right? Spirit, Lucky's Big Adventure. It's not ringing any bells from the title, but... Oh, no, this is a spirit. Like, the, the horse spirit stallion game. This is not what I'm thinking of at all. Oh, I didn't know Spirit was still like relevant. Yeah, they got like one movie with like some Bon Jovi songs back in like 2003, and like that's it. I haven't heard anything yeah. about it since. But I guess like now Spirit's actually still popular. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess we I hadn't heard of it. I was thinking of something else. Um 
Oh, 2002. Thank you. I knew it came out like early 2000s, that movie. Um, out of the two of us, I'm probably like the more knowledgeable on like animation and cartoons and stuff than Wasabi is. That's just because like I always want, I love cartoons growing up. Yeah. Look, this is a child's game. Yeah. This is something my, my little sister would have played a decade ago. Sure. Not sure now. I don't know. You could be surprised. Sometimes these games are just like, yeah, this is game of the year. <laughs> um, just in this bull. B Master says his interest in this bullshit we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we just we like to talk a lot of the show, and I like to talk about animation as much as I can. I wanted to be an animator when I was much much younger. Oh, and I realized really? like I can't draw. Yeah, but then I realized I can't draw. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, Spirit, Lucky's Big Adventure. That came out last, that came out in 2021. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Look at the, uh, hold on, I'm gonna look at the uh, Steam reviews here. No While you're doing that, we got another trailer to look at. Um, Showa, American Story. Exclusive reveal trailer. Yeah, so this game looks like, it looks like a, so it takes place in an America that's like a colony of Japan. So, oh. let me get the video up here. So it shows you all all these like landmarks of America, but Japanified. Oh, this is cool. But the idea is like dope as fuck but then the gameplay looks like almost like a dead rising almost but with like a woman with very very heavy jiggle physics like i'm not i'm not sold on the 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 quality of the actual game here but the concept is very interesting yeah the idea like this game does not have to be set in like a japanified america but it is and yeah. that's interesting already to me. But then it just looks like a it looks like a bad Dead Rising. Not a bad Dead Rising, but it looks like Dead Rising, basically. It's interesting. It's interesting. This I'm is not... super interesting. I don't think the studio behind this have done much other stuff. Actually, I, I looked it up. They only had one other game on, on Steam. But this looks like a little fun, like little Dead Rising type clone. So. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. So. It's just so weird because it's got this, like, 1950s americana like look to it you know but with yeah. a bunch of japanese aesthetics around it too i really like that yeah like, this is really really cool i don't know entirely what i'm looking at 
But I think I'm into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got like music too. It's actually better to watch it with the music because you don't really get the full, <laughs> you don't get the full effect without without the music. But it looks interesting. It looks like, I mean, it looks, I thought it was low-key, like a straight-up Dead Rising, like a new Dead Rising, but different. But it's not, it's just some random indie studio just doing something weird and crazy. And I like that. Which I'm okay so, with, yeah. I like it when indie studios do something that's weird and crazy. Yeah. I'm excited for that. This looks cool. Um, That's dope. We also got a look at, we got some uh, new releases coming up. Nothing too crazy. We got Monster Hunter Rise coming out January 12th. Um, Astroneer is coming out on Switch January 13th. And I forgot this was happening. God of War PC. That's coming out January 14th. Um, I totally forgot that was happening. Yeah, and so soon too. Yeah. That's crazy. I'll, I forgot that I'll was be, happening. I'll be buying this and playing this again. On it's like $50 though, isn't it? It's worth it though. Uh, I don't know if it is though. Masterpiece, dude. I don't dude. know if it is though. It's so shitty playing it on a launch PS4. <laughs> so I want to I wanna go through this again and really crank everything to the max. And it's going to have DLSS and it's going to have all the good stuff. So give it another shot we'll see we'll see what happens i might give it a shot but yeah that is that's gonna be it for the show thank you everybody for coming in and talking with us uh b master thank you so much for the video game and animation trivia there's some cool yeah. stuff i'm actually pretty excited for that rebel show or that rabbit show yeah not rebel fuck yeah. rebel <laughs> fuck you rebel yeah uh but no uh, thank you guys, everybody. You know, we love doing this show. Um, and the live part of it's my favorite part, man. Yeah, I love people just here. jumping in here, throwing stuff at us, and uh, confusing the fuck out of us with uh, some of this random shit you guys got. But I like it. I like it. I like it, too. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's going to do it, guys. You can go to GameOverse.com. You can go to GameOverse.com slash Twitch. You can go to GameOverse.com slash YouTube. GameOverse.com slash podcast. GameOverse.com slash Discord. GameOverse.com slash Discord, guys. We're in the Discord, like, all the time, just chatting about random shit. So go in there and uh, have a talk with us. Whenever we're not online, we're in the Discord. So yep. 20, 24-7, just, just having at it. So... Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a schedule, guys. Monday, Wednesday, Friday nights. I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to be finishing Life is Strange 2, uh, episode 3 on Monday. So, I'm going to do it, guys. Okay. Just jump in there and uh, join I'll be, us. Uh, I'll be going back to work tomorrow, but I work from home, so I'll be out okay. at like 9 o'clock. I can hop in and say hi. Now, Rebel, we, we are streaming Saturday. It's Saturday right now. What are you, a fucking moron? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, we love you, Rebel. We give you shit. You fuck with us, so I'm going to fuck with you, okay? Um, yeah, I said Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Saturdays do the podcast. That doesn't count, okay? All right, anyway, that's, that's it. That's going to do it. 
Matt, everybody, thank you all for coming. Thanks. Every Saturday we do the podcast. Yeah, Saturday every Saturday. I know we missed a couple Saturdays, but this time we're not missing any. Yeah. Our defense, <laughs> like you know, holidays. <laughs> yeah, and holidays, of course. You know, obviously, we're not gonna. You'll know before we don't do one, but anyway, that's it. That's the show.